My name is Sophie. I suffered from fibromyalgia and extreme fatigue syndrome for about 24 years. Today I'm fully healthy. And now I would like to pass on everything I've learned about health and healing and more to support those who are still on a journey. And this is why I create this documentary series and podcast, The Puzzle of Healing. Hi everyone, welcome to a slightly different episode of The Puzzle of Healing. I would like to share another journey with you, a journey I had in the last three weeks. And even though I'm not ready to exactly share what's going on, I can say that much. It is not a relapse and it is hopefully something temporary. I say hopefully because there are still some question marks and it's going on for longer than it should have, but things are drastically improving, so I have good reasons to believe it is temporary. The reason I want to share this story with you is because those three weeks were a very harsh reminder of what it's like to be ill. It was a very harsh reminder that, yeah, even though you recovered, it doesn't mean that nothing crazy or longer is going to happen to you ever again. And it was a very harsh reminder that just because you learned all those tools of like managing the condition, communicating, dealing with the emotions, that it doesn't mean that those tools are readily available in the second you need them, that this might still be a journey. And I want to share it with you because I went from a very, very dark, miserable place to being able to pick up my tools again and to now see everything getting better. Having said that, being able to pick up my tools has nothing necessarily to do with me physically getting better, but it definitely has something to do with me emotionally getting better. So it started all three weeks ago and I was very, very miserable. Like physically really bad and I needed a lot of support for my flatmates and I'm very grateful for them. They're very good friends and they still support me quite a lot and I do appreciate that a lot. And the problem at the beginning was that I still had my deadlines. I still had work deadlines. I had my dissertation draft deadline and I stressed myself about it like very much because it went on for longer. So in the first few days, I only kind of talked to the people I work with and said like, listen, can I have a few more days? And they were like, yeah, sure. But then the longer it goes on for, like the more it was like, ah, if I if I work tomorrow, then it's fine, I can manage. Or maybe I have to take the weekend, but I can manage. But I was so much with my focus on, I have to work, that I was not at all in the position to actually recover and actually do what I was supposed to, which was rest. So, the day came where I had to accept that I, even if I start working today or tomorrow, that I will miss my deadlines because I will not do a good job and I don't even know when I'm able to start. And it was a very hard day, but it was also a very necessary day. So the first tool I actually managed to pick back up out of necessity, but what happened after reminded me that this is necessary, was to give myself the space give myself the space to rest and nothing else. So I cancelled all my work and I applied for an extension of my dissertation. And then I was incredibly lucky to have amazing people I work with 
because none of them actually cancelled my work. All of them said, come back to it when you're ready, we're here. And that is very extraordinary. And I appreciate that so much, I actually don't have words for it. Because I'm a freelancer. They could have given that work to somebody else. So it's very incredible that they didn't, that they have my back and that's just wonderful. And then my university. The person from student support, she was so lovely and so helpful. And my supervisor, she's so supportive as well. And they're just all amazing. And I got the extension and yeah, it's, it's just brilliant. So I, all that stress was suddenly gone. And then I went from, so one thing that also happened, I was very terrified of having the conversations with the doctors because I thought, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't find anything? What if they find something? And then it's similar to things I heard when I was, when I was previously ill with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue that they say they can't do anything. So I was very terrified of that. And that is another thing I, I learned and I remembered that it's just so important. I have a massive bias against doctors, a huge bias, not unconscious, very conscious. And I had to really remind myself, like, be open-minded. Those people you're going to talk to are not the same doctors who treated you. Unfairly, it's maybe even too harsh. They, in, I perceived it as they weren't listening, they weren't empathetic and they weren't helping me. But um, yeah, so the doctors you're meeting now, they're different doctors and they might be different. So I managed to, to get myself out of my own bias. <laughs> and I had the most amazing doctors. They were so open to listening. They were so empathetic, or what I perceived as empathetic. And they really thought about what to do and what, what's, what's happening here. And um, so I am still in very good care with them. And that's, that's just impressive. So the next tool I was able to pick up again because of those doctors was to go from passive patient of like, I just do what the doctor tells me, to an active patient. So anything they suggested, I took started taking lots of notes of like, what's improving, what's not improving. I started brainstorming myself, puzzling things together of all the other knowledge I have and to try out other things. So to then report it back to them to kind of really work with them. And that dynamic shift was really, really important for my mental health because I was done. I was crying. I was terrified. I was so afraid that this is something long term again. So afraid. And then I had a wonderful friend. I had. I have. I have a wonderful friend who reminded me about my own videos. And she really made me smile when she said, why don't you go back to listening to your own videos and get some courage and some inspiration? And I didn't, I didn't start watching myself, but it was a reminder of like, you've been there before, you can do it again, no matter what this is. And you can use all those tools much sooner because you have them. So that was, was a bit of a pickup moment, definitely. And then also to say like, okay, what, what can I do to, to dare to enjoy some of the moments that were good? One of those moments, for example, was I finally got a haircut that was like very recently because for the first one and a half weeks, I kind of hardly was even able to leave the bed. Um, even if you watch the introduction of my last uh, episode, uh, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm not looking good, but I really had to re-record that introduction. But um, yeah, so I still here and there did some things, but mainly rest. And that's the next thing. I had to start appreciating the little things I can do 
instead of like staring at the whole day of like what I all didn't manage to list out loud the things I've done, the progress I've made. I mean, it's only three weeks. It feels like already for like forever, but that was another tool that was really, really important um, to be like, okay, what did I do today? Today I managed to cut half an onion, helping cooking dinner. That was it. <laughs> but I did half an onion. Um, right now, tonight, I will say I recorded a video. <laughs> That's pretty big. Like, this is huge. I couldn't have done it at any other point, really, in the last three weeks. Not not that prolonged. Like, the introduction was a quick thing. The haircut, for example, like, I was out pretty much after and before that. But I managed to get a haircut. And I like looking in the mirror again, looking at my lockdown hair gone. And not to feel guilty, because that's another thing. I felt guilty. I felt like, you're not working, and then you got to go and get a haircut? What's wrong with you? And I was like, I couldn't have worked. And to to be kind to myself that self-care is super important, and that that was part of self-care, and that was part of my testing. That was, was like, because I managed to go for little walks, and I was like, okay, if I just go there by by cab... What happens if I sit in a in a hairdresser's chair for like almost an hour? Can I can I do this? Is this gonna be a bad idea? Um, so I started, as I said, testing out things, writing things down. Um, yeah, so focus on the positives. That was a really really big thing. So in summary, because this video is really only gonna be a very short one, in summary. It was okay to be miserable at the beginning, and if you, if I want to say one thing that I could have done better was be more accepting of the rest I need, because at the beginning I tried to push, and as many of you surely know, pushing yourself doesn't work. If you're in a certain situation, it just doesn't. In some it does, but yeah, you know, I was not in that situation, I was in a situation I shouldn't have pushed myself. So accepting that I rest, that I need rest making sure I have the space that I can rest, that nothing crazy stressful is on my mind, like deadlines. And I appreciate that I am in a luxurious position that I was able to do that. Of course, financially, there is a limit to my savings, but at the moment, I'm I'm not near that limit, so I'm okay. I was okay to do that. But yeah, that free space was important. Cutting out my own past experiences and being here in the present moment with a present present issue and making sure that I, I detach it from my past. That was important. I did various exercises with that. I meditated a little bit whilst I was lying down. I, as I said, set things out loud to focus on the progress. I listed the differences. I listed all the differences between what's happening now and what happened in the past. I said a few times, like, you're not a child anymore, you're a 30-year-old woman. <laughs> That was important for me because as a child, nobody listened to me. And I thought, like, at least as a 30-year-old woman, somebody must listen to me, at least in terms of medical professionals. Yeah, killing my biases or, like, handling my biases towards doctors. That was really important. Um, and going from passive to active patient to try out things, to report back, to be really observant of, like, what's helping, what's not. Oh, and another thing I forgot to say... I found like little things I really appreciated around me. Like, I'm in a new place and I have a really beautiful view with very beautiful sunsets. Just wasn't sure if I said sunset or sunrise. No, sunset, so when, when the sun goes down. So 
being in my bed and watching the sunset is one thing. Or hear a lot of magpies and, and crows and to watch those. And we've got a new bird bath. And so watching the bird bath <laughs> to see if birds like it. To just be very present. Earlier today when it got a bit worse again and I started feeling not good about it, I, I just literally touched the curtain to just be like, how does that feel right now in my fingers? To just be here and not drift off into what if thoughts. That was really good. And yeah, eventually the, the decision to share this with you because I'm really hoping that this yeah, gives you some courage, some support, some hope, whatever this video could do. Maybe it does none of those things and it's just nonsense, but I just empathize so much with your pain. So much. Emotionally, physically. And uh, all I really want is like to show you that you do have some power. No matter the situation, there is something you can do. Even if it's tiny, but you can do something. And if it's accepting that you need to rest, that's power too, not like me trying to fight it. And um, that was a shift for me. Like, accepting that I need rest is a huge, huge thing for me. So I think I definitely learned something in the three weeks um, about myself and about acceptance, which was really long lesson for me to, to get to eventually. So it was good. Yeah, so wherever you are, whatever you're, you're battling with, don't give up. Just don't. Just don't. And I'm sending you lots of love and lots of positive thoughts and lots of tiny baby steps that in the end lead to a path you need to see and to find and need to climb, walk, swim, whatever your association is to to find your journey that you get better. Because that's what I really want for all of you. That you find your journey. That helps. Yeah, that's it for me for today. All the best. <laughs>